Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Once Upon a Crescent, a collection of bedtime stories for young Muslim children. I am your author and storyteller, Mrs. Hashmi. Are you ready to travel to a land far, far away? Tonight's bedtime story is called Ibrahim's Nature Adventure. It was a breezy Saturday morning at the masjid parking lot. Ibrahim was standing with his Fajr group. This was a group made for kids who came to the masjid early to pray Fajr together. Every Saturday morning, Brother Siddiq and his wife planned an outdoor hike with these group of boys. It wasn't an all-boys thing, though. Brother Siddiq's daughter Fatima would tag along to these outings, too. She was the only girl among a group of boys. But it didn't seem to ever bother her. The Fajr group was supposed to be a new brotherhood for the boys in this Muslim community. But Ibrahim was very shy about it all. This would be his very first hike outdoors with Brother Siddiq and Sister Samina. And Ibrahim isn't very fond of the outdoors. Ibrahim only came because his mother convinced him that trying new things and befriending new people was a great way to practice being brave. So there Ibrahim was trying his very best to pay attention to Brother Siddiq. Brother Siddiq was going over the morning hike directions. We are going to do this here, he said, pointing to the paper map in his hands. The map was a detailed map of all the trails in the masjid's backyard. There was endless wilderness and preserved land just at the end of the masjid parking lot. Trekking through the wilderness was going to be impossible, Ibrahim thought in his head. Ibrahim was not feeling so well all of a sudden. His stomach felt so tight and cramped. He wasn't sure about this idea after all. He wished his mother was around to talk him through this nervous feeling. His mom had made it seem so amazing talking about exploring the outdoors and connecting with Allah by looking at his creations. But right now, in this moment... Uh, Ibrahim didn't look forward to anything. He didn't want to walk into a path of unknown wilderness and tangled up trees and bushes. He tried to distract himself and thought about something else. Oh, he remembered. There was rumors about this masjid. Every Ramadan, whenever Ibrahim visited this masjid, the kids playing in the playground would make up stories about how the masjid members actually built a secret cabin in the back of the forested land. Ibrahim wondered, hmm, is there really a secret cabin somewhere in the wilderness there? He snapped out of it when Brother Siddiq stared at Ibrahim, waiting for an answer to his question. Uh, uh, huh? Wait, what? asked Ibrahim, trying to rattle his brain and think of what instructions he just missed. I asked, do you need me to repeat my directions one more time? Oh, yes, yes, please. Sorry, I was thinking about if there was a secret cabin or not at the end of these trails, Ibrahim said, feeling pretty embarrassed. Oh, so you've heard of the secret cabin. Hmm. Oh, man, we were really hoping not a single person knew of that place. 
Some of the boys in the back were shocked. Wait, Wait it's, it's real? real? Guess you'll have to hike with me to find out. Brother Siddiq began packing up his things and wearing his backpack. All right, we're going to be like explorers today. We can only rely on this map and nothing else. There is absolutely no phone signal inside the wilderness. Trust me, I checked. So, no technology, just good old exploring. I'm going to guide you and you must keep up with me. Ibrahim spoke up. Um, how can we survive out here without a phone to help us find our way? Um, what if I get lost from the group? What if I get injured? What if I fall inside a pit and can't get out? I brought things with me in my backpack, but what if it's too dangerous out there? Ibrahim was panting and huffing. Brother Siddiq knelt down next to Ibrahim and said, I'm going to answer all your what-if questions, Ibrahim. We're going to trust Allah. Allah gave us brain power and intelligence to make sense of the world around us. And we have this awesome map, he said, pointing down at the large color-coded map. We're going to use this map and follow these trails until we get to the end of this wilderness. We're going to trust that Allah is going to keep us safe. We'll read the traveling dua together and start with Bismillah before entering the trails, okay? Brother Siddiq looked at the group in front of him and called out, Ismail, Abu Bakr, and Fatima, come up here. You three will be with Ibrahim walking with Sister Samina and the rest of you will be up ahead with me. He turned to Ibrahim and said, These guys and girl, Brother Siddiq said smiling at his daughter Fatima, will be helping you along the way and maybe you'll help them too. I'll go in first and make sure everything up ahead is safe for you and your group, okay? Trust that Allah will not let anything bad happen. Brother Siddiq winked at Ibrahim and turned to the group to announce, We're here to remember Allah and be amazed at his creation. I promise you all will enjoy yourself. All right, bismillah. Sister Samina took over and added, All right, kiddos, come here. It's a simple hike. First, we will stop to feed the butterflies and the birds by putting these seeds and fruits on their feeding stations. She passed the food baggies to everyone. All the kids placed it inside their backpacks. Brother Siddiq helped Ibrahim zip up his backpack. Whoa, why is your bag so heavy, Ibrahim? Oh, uh, I have uh, two water bottles in here, a first aid kit, some energy bars, a flashlight, a rope, and an extra pair of clothes. Brother Siddiq laughed. Wow, you are extra prepared. And extra nervous, Ibrahim said quietly. Brother Siddiq turned to Ismail, a boy with a cap on, and asked, Why is your backpack so empty? Ismail didn't look bothered or concerned at all. This is no big deal. We're just walking to the other side. What could I possibly need? He said confidently. Sister Samina cleared her throat. <clears> throat> Okay, okay, come here, back to our instructions. So the first rest stop is the butterfly feeding station. The second one is the berry trails. The third one is going to be the Japanese gardens. So we can pick the berries all along this way, she said, holding up the map and showing the kids. 
and then we will head over to the Japanese gardens. That's where we will refill our water and have a snack. Your parents will pick you up from here, and then that will be the end of our hike, inshallah. Brother Siddiq interrupted. See, if we follow the map, we will hit our easy-peasy one, two, three rest stops, and you will be picked up from rest stop number three. Ibrahim stood next to Ismail. Another smaller kid, Abu Bakr, joined them. And finally, Sister Samina and her daughter Fatima gathered around. They all read the traveling dua together. <laughs> and said Bismillah and headed right into the wilderness. Ibrahim was nervous. He was about to enter the trail in front of him. He turned around one last time to see the cars parked in the masjid parking lot. Uh, you guys, once we enter this thick forest trail, we'll be surrounded by nature. You do realize that we're going to be cut off from the real world out there, he said. And we're going to be all by ourselves with no phone. Yep, that's the point, Ibrahim, Ismail said. We are leaving behind the world as we know it and connecting with Allah's creation. Nature is actually pretty cool, Ibrahim, once you get past all the uncomfortable parts, that is. Uh, what uncomfortable parts? asked Ibrahim. Oh, you know, the, there's no toilets or bathrooms out here, so if you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, but go where? asked Ibrahim as he took a gulp of water. You know, like a corner somewhere, Ismail said really casually. Ibrahim gulped. He decided not to drink any more water until he reached the end of this trail. Ismail continued, If you're hot and sweaty, you kind of just deal with it. That sticky feeling, yeah, it'll go away. You're in the outdoors, you know. But hey, it's all part of the adventure. Yeah, adventure, Ibrahim said uncomfortably. He was staring at the ground and scanning to see if there were any mud piles or ant piles in his way. The smaller boy, Abu Bakr, spoke for the first time to his group. Hey, you guys, isn't it cool how these huge trees towering over us were once teeny tiny seeds at first? Ooh, and the ground that's completely filled with crunchy brown leaves were once bright green ones hanging up high on those branches, he said excitedly, pointing to the branches above their heads. Oh, and the air that feels so breezy and cool was actually so dry and hot just a few months ago. Abu Bakr, describing the sights and the feels of being surrounded by trees, actually did distract Ibrahim from his worries. Sister Samina smiled and said, Awesome observations, Abu Bakr. It truly is amazing. SubhanAllah. Kids, I have to give these water bottles to Brother Siddiq up ahead. I'll be right back, okay? Fatima, you've done these trails a few times, so you know the way just in case if I'm not back immediately. I want to make sure that your baba doesn't get dehydrated up there, she said to her daughter, and she walked off quickly. Ibrahim watched Sister Samina as she disappeared into the wilderness up ahead. Oh, his stomach felt tight again. Fatima called out to Ibrahim. 
Hey, Ibrahim, don't worry. My mom will be right back. I know the perfect thing to distract you. If you're feeling nervous, come here. Come, look up ahead. Watch, you'll see this ginormous tree log on the ground. Whenever I come to this spot, I balance myself on it. Sure enough, in a few minutes, everyone saw a large tree log that looked like the perfect balance beam. Ismail hopped on it effortlessly and ran across the log without slipping or tripping. Fatima moved across the log sideways, shuffling her feet to the end and then jumping off. Abu Bakr looked amazed at this large tree log and instead of balancing on it like the other kids, he crouched down to look inside of it. Wow, amazing! Look at all these little critters living inside. You know, I bet if we move the log, we could find something underneath too. Ibrahim smiled at Abu Bakr's curiosity. Hey, this is a good distraction, Ibrahim said out loud. He walked up to the log and focused on walking across the log instead of focusing on his worried thoughts. He let go of the worry of being in nature and in the wilderness without an adult supervising him at this moment. Ismail was in a competitive mood and said, Hey, let's see if you can do this, Fatima. Ismail took off his backpack and cartwheeled across the log like it was a gymnastics beam. Fatima looked impressed and accepted his challenge. Oh yeah, let's see if you can do this. Fatima cartwheeled across the log and then front flipped off the tree log and landed perfectly on her feet, off the log and onto the ground. The kids really were enjoying themselves, alhamdulillah. Fatima led the way and showed everyone the butterfly and bird feeder stations. Ibrahim could hear Brother Siddiq, and he could see Sister Samina up ahead. They were emptying out their seeds and fruit into the feeders. They both signaled to the kids to come up ahead. Abu Bakr was fascinated by the butterflies. He tugged Ibrahim's arm to show him the feeding station to look at it closer. Look, Ibrahim, some of these butterfly wings look like faces. You know, it's to scare away predators. Ibrahim smiled. That's a very cool trick, he said. While Ibrahim and Abu Bakr were talking, the rest of the group was already disappearing up ahead. Fatima called out to the boys, Come on, let's go. We don't want to get left behind. Ibrahim took an extra few minutes to zip up his jam-packed backpack. He ran ahead and realized that he, Fatima, Ismail, and little Abu Bakr actually were left behind. Ibrahim's stomach felt so tight now. He felt his heart racing. Fatima looked at him and comforted him. Hey, it's okay, she said. I know these trails, remember? I come here with my parents. We'll get to the second stop. We'll get to those berry trails. It's not far at all. Ibrahim, I promise. Ibrahim's heart was still racing in a panic. <sighs> he made dua in his heart. Oh Allah, I really do trust you. Please, please Allah, let us get to the end of these trails safe and sound. 
Amin. Ibrahim was quiet throughout his entire walk. He didn't distract himself. This time, he was just reciting the traveling dua in his heart over and over again until he could finally feel his heartbeat calm down. Look, Ibrahim, Fatima excitedly exclaimed. Right after this small little pond is the berry trails. Look, I promise my parents are probably sitting there on the bench waiting for us. Ibrahim let out a breath of relief. Alhamdulillah, he said, and he looked to Ismail, who was jumping on one leg. Why are you hopping like that, Ismail? Ibrahim asked. Abu Bakr looked scared and he pointed down to the ground right by Ismail, who was still hopping. Oh no, Abu Bakr gasped. Ismail had accidentally stepped into an ant pile. Ibrahim ran to Ismail and yanked him to the pond and yelled, Take off your shoe! Dip your leg in that pond! Uh, shake off the ants! Ismail did exactly that. He shoved his foot inside the pond and swished his leg in the water until all the ants floated upwards and were washed away from his leg. Ouch, 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 he exclaimed as he sat down near the pond. He examined his foot to see if there were any ants still clinging on to him. Abu Bakr sat next to Ismail and brought Ismail's soggy, wet, soaking shoe. I dipped your shoe in the water too, Abu Bakr said. I wanted the ants to float away off your shoe. There were a bunch inside. Yeah, ugh, I know, ouch, Ismail said. He was itching his foot where he got bit. Ibrahim unzipped his backpack and pulled out his first aid kit. He found the perfect bug bite ointment for Ismail. He helped his new friend by lathering up the creamy ointment on the four ant bites that Ismail ended up getting on his ankles. This will help that itchy feeling, Ibrahim said. Ismail looked at Ibrahim and said, Ah, oh, I'm so glad you had that with you, Ibrahim. How'd you know to tell me to dip my leg in the water? Where'd you learn that from? Ibrahim looked at his first aid kit and replied, I don't really know. I read up on some stuff randomly because you never know about what will happen in the wilderness, right? Fatima watched the boys as they helped each other back onto the trail. She pointed to her baba who was rushing back to where they were. Oh no, Ismail, are you okay? What happened? You guys were out of sight for like 10 minutes and we came running back once we realized that you guys got left behind. Brother Siddiq looked very worried. Ismail lifted his soaking wet shoe and sock. I stepped in an ant pile. Ugh. But Ibrahim knew exactly what to do. I'm totally okay. I can't even feel the ant bites thanks to his first aid kit. Brother Siddiq was happy to hear that Ismail was okay. Wow, you guys are an amazing team. Mashallah, look at how well you guys looked after each other. Ibrahim, you ended up helping along the way instead of them helping you. Ibrahim smiled. Actually, I learned how to distract myself from feeling nervous and worried by them. So yeah, we are a pretty cool team, learning from each other. Ibrahim dug through his backpack and handed Ismail an extra pair of socks. <sighs> 
Whoa, you have everything in here, Ibrahim, Ismail said cheerfully. Brother Siddiq led the way back to the berry trails. He leaned over to Ibrahim to talk to him as the group was busy picking up berries and adding them to their bags. Did you panic when Ismail accidentally stepped in that ant pile? Ibrahim smiled. No, I didn't actually. I trusted that Allah would keep him safe and that you guys would show up and find us. I totally knew how to handle that situation, Ibrahim bragged. Brother Siddiq laughed. You got that right, mashallah. Sister Samina stopped the group and used her whistle. Raise your hand if you think that the secret cabin is real. Half the boys raised their hands immediately. Raise your hand if you think that it's just a rumor. Ibrahim and the other half of the group raised their hands. Sister Samina cracked a smile. Well, if you follow me, we will find out the truth together. The boys all walked swiftly behind Sister Samina. They passed a sign that read Japanese Gardens, but they kept walking ahead. Ibrahim spoke up. Wait, 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 we're supposed to stop here, remember, for our parents to pick us up? He said nervously. Brother Siddiq winked at Ibrahim and said, Trust me, and tugged him along through a narrow, bushy trail. After pushing away the tree branches that were in the way, the kids were able to see that there actually was a secret cabin. It looked like a wooden little house. This cabin had a front porch with three rocking chairs. Oh, the boys were really amazed at this completely hidden cabin. Sister Samina smiled at the boys and asked, Well, come on, aren't you going to come in and check it out? She walked right to the front door of this cabin and punched in a secret pin number that unlocked the door. The cabin was an open indoor space with rows of computers on one side of the room. There was a classroom set up at the back of the cabin and a large, comfortable set of couches right by the entrance. Brother Siddiq welcomed everyone inside. Welcome, welcome. This is basically the Masjid Members Lounge. We have some cool stuff in the fridge and everything cool in the kitchen. I promise you'll look at it and be so amazed. You all are more than welcome to take a snack and drink and eat it in the Japanese gardens before your parents arrive. The kids ran to the kitchen and opened every drawer to see the variety of candy and granola bars that were stored away. The boys opened every cabinet to scan and look through all the different chips and crackers and junk food. After choosing their snacks, they headed out to eat it outdoors at the Japanese gardens. Ismail, Abu Bakr, Fatima and Ibrahim sat together on the bench with Sister Samina and Brother Siddiq. They happily munched away, talking about all the neat things that they saw on their trail. Ibrahim turned to his new group and happily stated, I can't wait for next Saturday. Inshallah, maybe we can explore another side of this wilderness. Abu Bakr loved the idea. Yes, and this time, Ismail, you have to be careful not to step into anything. Well, Ismail said casually, 
Even if I do, I can trust that Ibrahim will be prepared enough to handle that too. Fatima laughed. We should think of a cool name for our group, she suggested. The kids continued munching on their snacks and discussing ideas for their new group name.